I think a lot of Americans do actually believe it, including including myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a long time where I was just of the firm belief, yeah, America can kick everybody's. <laughs> can I say? Yes, can you I, can. Yes. Here? I don't know. <laughs> can kick can kick everybody's ass. Did you get that? That's what you question more. You only understand train station? It's all Greek to me. Understanding train station. Living between cultures with Josh and Phelan. Welcome back to a new episode of Understanding Train Station. My name is Feli. Welcome back everyone and my name is Josh. And for those of you watching right now and not just listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, um, you can probably see that this is a very different setting right now. We're on a Zoom call actually, so yeah. What's going on, Josh? Yeah, well, your your whole YouTube uh, channel concept is a whole lie now, right? You're no longer a German girl in America because oh. currently you are a German girl in Germany, just like I'm an American in America, right? Yep, yep. So that is with very the holidays true. and everything, you traveled back to Germany to be with your family. You hadn't been there I for did. like a year, right? Yep. It's been a yep. long time. So today is December 16th, and I think I left last year or this year, earlier this year, on January 3rd. So it's, wow. yeah, almost been an entire year. That's <laughs> crazy. crazy. So I'm sure it's you're happy to be back. Yeah, it's the longest I've ever been away from home. So that's pretty insane. Yeah, I mean, sure. crazy year in general. So, you know, True. I can't yeah, complain. I mean, it's all, you can't really predict anything this year. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so you're in Germany right now and I'm actually at my parents' house. Um, mm-hmm. You guys probably recognize the background if you are watching the video. We recorded right in the same spot our first video together. We did, yeah. Um, so... Yeah, enough about the video recording, though. <laughs> but this will kind of be something that we'll have to get used to, and you guys as our audience will have to get used to as well because um, our places will actually be switched here soon. I'll be in Germany and you'll be here in the U.S. Um, so we'll be continuing to have this Zoom conversation yes. um, as the basis of our podcast. Yeah, for those of you who don't know or don't remember, Josh is moving to Germany permanently, um, and I'll still be living in the U.S. I'm just currently here to visit my family, so I'll be back in Cincinnati in January, and you'll be moving at the end of December. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the, the future of our podcast is going to be us recording the podcast episodes from the distance. But before that happens, we actually still have a few episodes that we did record back mm-hmm. in Cincinnati together in person. So those are going to come out in the next few weeks. And then eventually in January or so, you're going to see the first episode with um, yeah, me and me in the US and you in Germany. So right now we are just recording the intro and outro. Um, for this episode because we had a special interview with a guest. Um, do you want to say something about who, who we interviewed? You guys probably already know from the name of the episode, but maybe, Fela, you can kind of introduce him some. Yeah, so his name is Jay Samuels, and he is kind of like our first special guest. I mean, like all of our guests, of course, are special guests. Our first guests, celebrity guest. But our first little celebrity guest, um, which is pretty cool. So thank you so much for taking the time, Jay, and being on our podcast. Um, yeah, he is a German YouTuber, and he also has a podcast, both together with his friend Aria. So it's both called Jay and Aria, or Aria, depending on how you want to pronounce it. For those of you watching, I'm going to put it on the screen. For those of you listening, it's spelled... J-A-Y and A-R-Y-A. So that's how you spell Aria. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and as I said, they're German YouTubers, pretty successful. They even won a pretty big German award, the Goldene Kamera. Uh, congrats to that. I think yeah, that was like two years ago. But, you that's know. a huge accomplishment. <laughs> pretty amazing. And the YouTube channel is mainly in German. So yeah, for all the German viewers, you can definitely check it out. It's mainly about film-related topics like 
mistakes in in movies or um, background stories about mm -hmm. movies, but then they also make short films themselves um, that are partly in English, actually. So definitely check those out, even for the English-speaking audience. Yeah, definitely. They're really, really high quality, right, Josh? Yeah, for sure. I, I and I, we talk about it a little bit in the in the interview, but. Um, their short film Among Us was was really well done. I really enjoyed watching it. So make sure you go and check that out. Yeah, that's the most recent one. And I think the most popular one, actually. Um, it's in English. It's a short film based on the online game Among Us. And it's just, yeah, very, very well done. So definitely check that one out. And then also Jay himself makes music. And that is also in English. It's English-speaking rap music. So you can check that out as well, even if you don't understand German. So what I think we haven't said yet is that Jay is half German, half American. So he grew up with both languages, both cultures. Um, he spent some years in the US, some years in Germany growing up. Right now he lives in Berlin, Germany permanently. But he was kind of like, yeah, you know, like the perfect combination for yeah, us. Yeah, for sure. He kind of complements um, our two experiences because if you've been listening to us, you know that um, both Faley and I learned each other's native language as a second language later on in life. Um, we learned our native language as a second language? I learned your native language as a second language. Oh, and yes, you learned yes, my yes. Native language as a second language. That was a <laughs> yep. little confusing. Um, but yeah, and Jay grew up with both of them at the same time. So, Which I'm so jealous about. Yeah, I mean, that would make life a lot easier. Yeah. Um, so it was a really fun interview for us to kind of compare experiences and see where there's overlaps and where there are differences. Um, and another thing just to keep in mind when we're talking about this interview or when the interview is going on, this was our first uh, Zoom interview. So th there was some uh, technical difficulties that we were working through. We had a few internet connections. So if it feels like we're stepping on each other's toes and um, kind of talking over each other, that wasn't the intent. And it's just kind of Zoom related. But all three of us afterwards were like, oh man, hopefully it doesn't come across <laughs> that way. So we're just putting the disclaimer out there to the world. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, sometimes we're like all three of us are talking at the same time or like Jay saying something and you guys will be able to hear that because I uh, pulled up the audio afterwards. Mm -hmm. But in that very moment, you and I, Josh, we didn't actually hear what he said, so we're not reacting to it yeah. or anything like that. So yeah, don't be thrown off by that. Um, we weren't trying to be impolite, and it's not that the conversation wasn't flowing. It's just, you know, there's always some delay with Zoom, and then, yeah, you can also see that the picture is lagging a little bit every mm -hmm. now and then, just because we had some connection issues. And I mean, Josh, you just said it was our first Zoom interview. I don't think that had anything to do with it. I think that's going to be the yeah. case always, probably. Probably. Um, I don't think we're going to be magically able to solve those connection issues in the future. But so far, though, with this, with us recording this intro, it seems to be going pretty well. So I'm, yeah, I'm, this is I'm going pretty surprised pretty well. and pleasantly surprised. <laughs> yes, that's good. So yeah, just a little disclaimer. But I think with that, um, let's just jump into the interview, right? Yeah, jump. Let's jump right in. Hope you guys enjoy. <laughs> okay, so we're with our guest now on the Zoom call. Uh, welcome. Hey guys. Hi, it's welcome Jay Samuels, or do you just want to go by Jay? Uh, Jay is fine. Okay, Jay cool. Samuels is my father. Oh, really? <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> Mr. Samuels is your father. It's super common Mr. in the Samuels U.S. that um, dads and sons have the same first name, right? I don't know if it's super common. I know a lot of people who are like something junior. At least in my school, there were definitely quite a few like juniors or the thirds. Yeah, but it's, that's right. The thirds is like. So are you really technically crazy. junior or so Jay Samuel's uh, junior? <laughs> I was just I was just playing around, but uh, <laughs> um, it's funny because that's like people do not do that here at all. Like that yeah. would be yeah. super weird for someone to name their kid. Um, <laughs> it seems very conceited to yeah. name, yeah. name no, exactly. your child the same. Yeah, no I really like this name. I think I'll just call you that again. 
I know. That's what I thought when I first heard it. But yeah. then, like, I think someone explained all the cultural background to me. And I was like, okay, I guess I still wouldn't do it. What is the cultural background behind it? I'm not sure if I remember it correctly. <laughs> but I think it had to do with, like, family businesses. They totally explained everything. Yeah. Okay, what? <laughs> with family businesses. So that, like, the... Oh, okay, that makes sense. ...name could just stay the same, and it would just be Junior or the first or the second or whatever. I right. guess it probably comes Samuels from... Samuels and Samuels Incorporated. Well. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Right. So maybe like jumping in just to kind of our first question, what's like your background story? So we know that you're half American and half German, but kind of going back and forth between the two countries, where did you spend most of the time? Um, yeah. What's your story in that in that regard? Right. Um, I mean, we actually we moved back and forth a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in total, I lived in the States for seven and a half ish years. I'm not exactly sure. But um, yeah, I was actually born in Germany and then I uh, moved to the States with my family when I was like a year old. Oh, and wow. Then I, okay. Yeah. And then I spent my childhood there, my childhood. And then we, we, I think I always get things confused because we did move a bunch of times. It was then back to yeah. Germany. I did like, uh, the Grundschule here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went over, did middle school and like started high school. And then I came back here. Um, uh, and then I also visited a bunch of times for like months at a time. Yeah. Oh, really? Um, cool. Yeah. You just, like, stayed with your family? Mostly, yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, pretty much. I think I was too young back then to, uh, yeah, travel Those are on some my pretty own. formative years, though, to be going back mm-hmm. and forth, back and forth, switching between school systems, friend groups. I'm sure that was a kind of a turbulent time. I guess so. Um, I never knew it any differently. I, so, so, I don't know, I guess it seemed kind of normal. Plus, I was fortunate enough that when we came back here, like we moved to like pretty much the same area and then I had like this kind of the same friend group. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't too difficult, but yeah, I have, I have friends in, in, in the States as well. I still like, I'm, I keep in touch with everyone on Facebook and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, yeah. What part of the States? Uh, New Jersey. And then also Pennsylvania when I was in middle school, high school. Cool. Okay, and then so in Germany, you're in, in Berlin, right? Always in Berlin, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was, I've always lived here. Ich bin ein Berliner. It's so funny because so many people like try to correct Americans yeah. when they say that. That's actually not correct to say that. But I think like it is, you can totally say that. You can There's say nothing it. wrong like to say that. You, you don't only say that you're like a donut. Yeah, I mean, I think the history behind that with the whole JFK speech and whatnot is they say that since he had the Ein in there, it's like he's not actually from Berlin. So he's, I guess. I would say Okay. I would say that. I think that's technically grammatically incorrect, but <laughs> what really? I'm pr- I'm pretty sure you can say ich bin ein Berliner. Yeah, right? see, I think all Germans say that you can say that and all according, like non-Germans think Well, according that they, to the grammar so rules, smart. you can't. Really? Yeah, when it comes to like your citizenship or where you're from, you don't use articles. Okay, well, he knows cuz he learned German as a second language in school. Yeah. But, okay. You know, language is something that develops while it's spoken. Exactly. So I think we're right. <laughs> I think in spoken German, colloquial German, you guys are right. I'm willing to concede on that. Okay, well, um, one question that I had was how did your parents meet? Because, like, I know many families like that are, like, it was someone in the military or someone mm-hmm. who did, like, an exchange semester. Was it like that with your parents? Yeah. Um, I mean, without going into too much detail, yeah. because I do want to keep things, like, kind of private. For but, sure. yeah, my... Um, my dad was in the Air Force and was stationed in Berlin. Um, I think that a lot of, um, I think they call it an army child. Like a lot of, there's a lot of those uh, stories in Berlin, especially because, yeah. Um, yeah, just because of the, the, the wall and whatnot. 
Right. And um, yeah, I think they just they just met here, and the rest is not really that spectacular. It's just they they just fell in love, and that was it. So <laughs> well, cool. no, but uh, yeah, pretty straightforward uh, yeah. backstory, I guess. And yeah. you hear that a lot of like the people who are half German, half American, yeah. that like a lot of military stories. Yeah, whenever I like went to the consulate, half of the people there were like people who just married like uh, an American. Uh, military person in Germany. But so, like, your parents probably got married then so that your mom could go to the States. Right, yeah. right. Kind of crazy. And then, and then I was born. <laughs> <laughs> then their world changed. The rest, the rest is history. Exactly. They gave Jay Samuels to the world. <laughs> um, well, we already kind of talked about, like, the school stuff, and I, I just feel like the American school system and the, and the German school system are so different. Um, mm -hmm. Was that kind of, like, a big challenge for you? Or did you have to repeat grades every now and then? Or what was it like for you? Switching I sports? never had to repeat grades. Uh, I was lucky in that regard. But um, I did uh, have a hard time adjusting sometimes. Like, um, like I don't know if, if, that's, if it's like that in every school, obviously. But the schools I went to in the States were always very strict about certain things like you better not run in the hall or mm -hmm. you better not wear a hat inside or like... Rules that are kind yeah, of weird dress when you. Code. I mean, I guess running makes sense, but the hat thing, I never, I never understood. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And I don't know. We always had to. Um, before we had homeroom, we had to like wait in the hall to be called in. It was like weird. Okay, what's homeroom? Yeah, what is homeroom? Homeroom is essentially. Is. Yeah, I guess that's not a thing in Germany. I didn't realize no. that. Uh, or at least not in my school. Jerry, do you want to explain what homeroom is? Oh, homeroom. At, okay, that that was actually in America, but yeah. we had. I don't know. It was before the regular curriculum starts. We have like mm -hmm. 15 minutes or I don't know how long it is. Yeah, it's normally um, like where we just a few minutes. I don't know. I think they take attendance and we kind of talk about like what happens during the day. Yeah. Um, and if there's like any updates to, to any, I don't know, there'll be there'll be a pep rally today in the yeah. in the cafeteria. Okay. Then it's, that's they where use it for like a lot of news. Like, for example, my my school had like a TV station. Mm -hmm. So there were always like news anchors and they had a little ah. news program that in cool. each room there was a TV and then they would give you the daily news of what's going on in the yeah. in the school district. What game what like the football game who were playing this Friday just to kind of keep everyone on the same page. It just was a central place. And like you said, they took attendance as well. Yeah. Now that exactly. I think about it, I did experience that once once in England when I did like an exchange oh, okay. for, for a week. But we don't have that in Germany. No, we don't. No. Okay, sorry, I interrupted you. I, you did? I think I was pretty <laughs> much done. I mean, uh, yeah, and it was just like um, a lot of stuff here is, I guess, not as strict. But then we have other things that are much more... I think just the, the, the overall mentality is different about, yeah. like, teaching. Like, more strict in Germany or the other way around? It's hard to say. I think it's, like, okay. more old-fashioned in Germany. Yeah, I think, that's, I think that describes it pretty well. But it was more like, um, like, for example, the whole, I mean, you've probably talked about this already, but the whole um, Pledge of Allegiance thing in the mm -hmm. morning, which you also do in homeroom, by the way. Yeah. Um, is, I guess when you think about it, it was kind of strange. At least I, I now, because I've been living here for 10 years in Germany now, and we mm -hmm. don't do that, obviously, uh, and there's no German equivalent either. I don't know. I always, I always thought that was kind of weird uh, to have the kids uh, stand up and swear on something, which a lot of people don't even understand yet. Yeah. You know, like if you're, if you're f f like in first grade, um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Cultural differences like that, I guess. Yeah, yeah for sure. Well, no, I, I, mean, I did. Oh, sorry. Then. 
Go ahead. I just was going to say the whole Pledge of Allegiance thing is definitely something that's weird. Like, growing up in it, you don't even think about it. Because like you said, you learn it in kindergarten, first grade. You do it in kindergarten, too? I don't know if you do it in kindergarten. Yeah. You learn really early. I don't remember not knowing the Pledge of Allegiance. It's definitely first grade. Yeah. So, like, when you grow up with that, yeah. you don't even think twice about how it could be weird. But then mm-hmm. looking back on it, especially now that I've spent a decent amount of time in Germany, and, like, the whole patriotism is a completely mm-hmm. different concept there. Um, sure. It's weird to look back and you're like, that is, like, some straight-up, like, dictator-type, like, North Korea <laughs> stuff. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not so extreme. Yeah. I mean, but I you're guess, like, like, the intention is different, yeah. but... Yeah, you can get, I guess like you guys talked about it on your podcast because I also listened to your guys' podcast. And I think you talked about it like in the context of like brainwashing. Yeah. Yeah. Almost. It's just if, if like if you have to repeat every day how uh, your country is the best country in the world, um, you're going to eventually believe it. And yeah. I think a you're lot right. of Americans do actually believe it, including, including myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a long time where I was just, I was just of the firm belief, yeah, America kick everybody's can i say can kick everybody's ass so um that's another thing by the way cursing yeah. here is, yeah. is seen very different um, yes yeah you just got some uh blowback from cursing in one of our episodes well it was on the screen i didn't even say it. we put it on the screen together <laughs> oh, yeah it was <laughs> damn it uh yeah um someone but, didn't like the fact that she used god in a uh curse but then also like last year i was teaching like really young kids at like the saturday german school and i i know that this is a big thing in the u.s but i'm just not used to it because i i I feel like our german teachers use curse words and my parents did and i'm just not really used to it and i I use curse words all the time and i had like six to eight year olds and they were not behaving very well and they did like exercises on them how do you say on themselves on their own on their own on their own own. own. (laughs) thanks um and then one of them, like, kept getting up and kept, like, messing with the classroom. And I told him not to. I think he was, like, six. And then, like, when I wasn't looking, he actually broke something on this, like, sideboard. And without thinking, I said, are you fucking kidding me? And, like, all the students were like, oh, my God. And I didn't know what to do. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, forget that I said that. I never said that. And they, like, of course, they didn't forget. They yeah. kept reminding oh, no, me for, sure. for weeks. Yeah, I mean, just to give you back oh, on, like, the way the house that I grew up in, I, as a kid, I wasn't even allowed to say but. We had to say bottom. So I would sit on your Couldn't bottom, say not butt. sit on your butt. Yeah. I mean, that changed throughout, like, middle school obviously that's, changes. That's but, pretty extreme, man. Yeah, yeah. no, it was. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. I think, so the, I think here in Germ- Germany, the S word is um, used, like, all the time. Mm-hmm. The yeah. Can I say it? I don't know. Yeah. I, I didn't know. You can can, say can I curse or can I not curse? Well, I already did. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, the German word scheiße yeah. is used all the time, but I think it's not as harsh as it is in the states mm-hmm. it's like it's just not like it means the same thing but it's it's like less it's yeah. like not that hard i guess yeah work once but, i uh, i i'm used i mean like you said germans cuss a lot yeah. um but at one at work once i said was für ein scheiß projekt Okay. And they were like, ooh. Like, in Germany or the Yeah, US? in Germany. Oh, wow. They're like, ooh, like, calm down, dude. Calm down. I don't know if they were just being, like, sarcastic. <laughs> but I was like, I didn't realize, I didn't mean for it to be that strong. So, um, like but you're yeah, starting to use the big words. I know, like, getting crazy. <laughs> trying to say, Damn. I'm going to get back to the whole school topic later. But because we're already, like, talking about education and stuff like that, or, like, mm-hmm. raising your kids. What was it like at home for you? Because, like, for example, not just the cursing is different, right? Like, you and some other people told me that they literally had their mouths, like, washed out. I didn't or, personally, but... Or, uh, yeah. Like, these, like, or, like, they were, like, slapped. 
and stuff like or spanked. not uh, spanked. <laughs> Slap um, is like that's okay. Abuse, true, that's like spanking. too much, but. Like any kind of like physical violence mm -hmm. in in like raising a kid in Germany is like pretty taboo, and apparently mm -hmm. it's not necessarily in the states. So, do you have any experiences with those kind of things? Um, I was never hit. I'm fortunate in that regard. I was I like my parents were very. Um, my mom would yell a lot for <laughs> sure. Yeah. But, um, so your mom's the German one, so I guess like that kind of makes sense. Yes, Germans like to. Yell. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, no, I th I think I was. I think I, I got slapped in the face once because I ran off and I, and like they were worried sick. And then when yeah. I came back, that was just the reaction. Like never do that again. Yeah. Um, and it's funny that that memory stuck with me because that, because that never happened again. So for yeah. me, it was like, Oh, I got hit. That must be really bad. So I never yeah, so did it again. Norm. Uh, but, but no, um, nothing, nothing like that. I, no I did get my belt. mouth washed out with soap once. You I did. Think. See, that's what I'm I saying. Told, yeah. It's so crazy. By, by your dad? Yeah. No, I think by my mom, too. <laughs> I don't remember for what. Uh, I, I must have said something, yeah. um, obviously. I think it was not just a, hey, you know what? Let's let's wash your mouth today. Yeah. But um, yeah. but I don't remember, unfortunately. That's, wow. but that's funny. Like, to all of our viewers and listeners, I'm kind of curious if any other Germans have ever experienced that. So let us know in the comments. I, yeah, I, I thought that was never... a, a me thing. I thought that was something oh, yeah. that only happened to me. I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know that other people did that. So yeah, that would uh, let let us know in the comments. I would like to hear that as well. Definitely. Should we go back to school? Sure. Because I have like this one big question that like all Germans will want to know if that's true. Because I think Germans okay. think that German school is more challenging than school in America. So what do you think about that? Oh, one hundred percent. Okay. One hundred percent. Okay, ninety nine because I don't I don't know every I don't know every other school obviously, right. um, but I know for a fact that like I, I was always a like a pretty good student I would say um, mm -hmm. like A's B's and C's sometimes but like like B average I guess and um, when I was in this in America I had all straight A's mm -hmm. like I'm not I'm not even kidding like. I was I made the honor roll like a yeah. bunch of times and stuff. I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, that's like the thing. That's is awesome. is there even a thing as the honor roll in Germany? No, I don't think like you so. get special rec or special recognition for being. Or is it good kind grades. of like the dean's list at university? Kind of. Okay. Yeah, you, I got like a little certificate just saying good job. You have good grades. Okay. I guess in Germany they don't have that, so yeah. it's definitely. But also, did you go to a gymnasium in Germany? Um, I went to a Gesamtschule, which mm -hmm. is. Okay. Pretty much like a normal high school, I guess, if you think about it. Because uh, in Germany, I mean, the viewers probably know, but in Germany we have three different types of schools uh, depending on how good your grades are. Mm -hmm. And then you go either to a gymnasium, Realschule, or Hauptschule. Um, and gymnasium is the quote-unquote best one. And um, then there's also Gesamt, which just means everybody. So, And that's what I went to. Yeah. But I did uh, uh, do my Abitur and stuff there. Okay. Okay. I was just wondering because, like, of course, maybe, like, if you compare the highest one to a high school, it's not that comparable. But, like, it's actually pretty comparable with a Gesamtschule. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So sticking with the school topic as well, like, so you going back and forth between the two countries with various languages, right? So you, you I assume you spoke kind of mm -hmm. English and German at home. Um, yeah. So when you were in Germany, how did people react to your English level? And then vice versa, when you were in the US, were people like, this dude's weird because he speaks another language? Because I know in the Midwest, I had, a, there were a couple people at my high school that like a family was from France or a family was from Germany. And like those kids were always like weird when they spoke their foreign language or their mother tongue with their yeah. parents. 
when I was in in America, uh, they thought it was strange. Yeah. Um, but I think it was also the area I was in. Like, mm-hmm. I think if I would have went to school in like I don't know in New York or yeah. Los Angeles or like big cities, that wouldn't have been that much of an issue. I went I went to school um, in Pennsylvania and like this small shit town <laughs> and uh and yeah so there weren't really like many people from 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 uh, elsewhere like from i don't know out of town everyone grew up there they were there yeah. the entire lives and uh so yeah just speaking a different language to them was like super foreign literally mm-hmm, literally yeah. um and like I would always get asked like a bunch of questions like oh do you listen to Rammstein oh that's, gosh, like, the, that's, that's like the only way yeah Ram- Ramstein uh, yeah, yeah. Now there's this other guy. There was one other guy. He was from Russia. Okay. And um, I guess because we we were both from Europe, he was like super like interested in 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 uh, what I do. And uh, he 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 was like a fan of Rammstein. He was super excited too. He was like, uh, <laughs> "Oh, you do you know Rammstein? I got all their CDs and stuff." And it's like I don't really listen to them. And he was like super yeah. disappointed. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sorry, Alex. Alexei was his name. Sorry about go. that. Uh, and yeah, then the other way around in um, in Germany, um, I think I guess English class was pretty easy mm-hmm. in in the first few years. But then later, I went to a the school I, I went to had a um, it, it's called Bilingual Zweig, which is just like a yeah. It's uh, they have like a a um, special English class for like people who or yeah who just better at it i guess yeah and um it actually got pretty hard like the last few years were in my opinion more difficult than the english that i had in america probably probably for <laughs> yeah. sure <laughs> yeah we were just talking about that actually in a previous episode just yeah. the differences between the english or the foreign language classes in, in the u.s and germany how a mm-hmm. lot of germans will have read shakespeare whereas you have some americans who barely understand any of it mm. but no, that's, that's interesting. true so, yeah, so we're like people like would they make fun of your American accent in class like in Germany? Well, I guess or? not make fun of it because like for me, a lot of people who like did the tenth grade like one year high school exchange in the U.S. and then came back, everyone was kind of annoyed with them because they always wanted to read out loud with their like cool American accent. Was that ever a thing, or maybe at that school not so much with the bilingual? Um, thing? I think um, if it was, I I didn't notice. I don't think so. I think. I grew up in in a time where it was, I guess, almost kind of cool when you were yeah. from from America, which mm-hmm. might have changed over the years. I think um, maybe I don't Possibly. know. Possibly, uh, but um, yeah. But back then, no, I didn't really have any problems with it. I think it's more, but but people knew that I was from there, so maybe yeah. that's that's it. Like it right. might be different if you're a German who who was gone for a year and now all of a sudden yeah. you're like, huh. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm American exactly. now. Uh, I don't know. That's what um, they did, most of them. Yeah. That might be. I have a friend who uh, was also, um, she's yeah. half American, half German, and she used to always get marked off for her American spelling of things. For Amer- oh, instead of British spelling? Yeah, like she would spell color, C-O-L-O-R, so without the U, and she would get points taken yeah. off because it was spelled incorrectly. Sounds typical German, yeah. unfortunately. Like, these yeah. are the rules, you better follow them. <laughs> What were some major culture shocks, if you had any, when you moved back and forth? Do you remember anything that, like, once you came back to Germany for the first time after living in the U.S., that you just thought that things were really weird? Um, everything is smaller in Germany in mm-hmm. terms of, like, 
um, the cars and the, the size of the, of the roads, um, everything's like, I guess more in walking distance, like in America, it's very weird to walk places. And it, mm-hmm. again, depends on where you grow up, but, um, usually if it's more than five minutes away, you, uh, you better take the car. That's usually, uh, the rule of people, I, I know people who, go, who like they drive to get their mail in the States. I know. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I mean, if you have a big property, I get it. But like, that's a little extreme. And I'm, I'm still very German with that, even though I, I kind of like drive every, everywhere now mm-hmm. because I do have a car and it is very Midwestern here. But like uh, my physical therapy, I recently broke my wrist. And so like my physical therapy was like 25 minutes or 20 minutes um, of a walk away. Yeah. So like I sometimes walk there because I enjoyed it. And I was literally the only person on the sidewalk. And sometimes I told my physical therapist that I just walked and she was like, wait, what? Yeah, How far is it? And I'm like, oh, it's it's super short. It's 20 minutes. She's like, what? 20 minutes? That's way too far to walk. And for me, that's like pretty normal. Yeah. And Cincinnati actually is a very German city. And but not with that, though. Well, not with that. But what I was saying is they have like an Oktoberfest here. Or no. Yeah, I think it was Oktoberfest. And a friend of mine and I, we rode our bikes there. Oh, you did? And we got, they were so surprised that someone would ever ride a bike there that they let us in for free because there was like an entrance fee. Like, that's so oh, really? cool that you rode your bike here. Like, <laughs> You guys can just come on in. We're like, okay. <laughs> wow. Wait, on. Which one was that, Gamania? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, cool. I was wondering if you ever changed your handwriting, like from moving, like moving back and forth and like switching yes. schools. Yes. Yes. I, um, I wrote Schreibschrift, so uh, cursive, um, in Germany always, and then when I went to, <laughs> when I went to America, they, uh, they always wanted, um. Uh, what's what is it? Druckbuchstaben? What's that in English? I'm missing the word. The what are you saying? Block letters? Yeah, block letters. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the opposite of cursive, basically. Yeah. yeah. Print. And they wanted us to write like that for some reason. They didn't want us to write cursive. Interesting. And then I just stuck with it, and I never changed back. So yeah. <laughs> I'm still. And uh, they thought it was weird when I came back here, but um, like I think in in like the the early years, they, like they really want you to write cursive but then later they don't really care yeah. yeah but it was always super strange because i was the only one who would write in in, in block letters and i still do that that's, that's funny. funny but then also like wow, the, i never thought about that mm-hmm. yeah and then like um your you numbers right with yeah numbers and then also you write with pencils a lot in the u.s usually yeah. right whereas like yeah yeah did Which, you change your numbers no. i uh no I, I stuck with german numbers okay. oh really and they could read it <laughs> yeah i thought i think um they thought it was weird at first but yeah. i don't know my my I remember my math teacher uh, liked me, so she was okay <laughs> she with it. She didn't care. Uh, That's cool. Yeah. But I, I crossed my sevens. Yeah. Yeah. And like the... I, adop- I adopted the German way of doing numbers because I just, oh, I like it. I don't, I still do my nine, the American way, mm-hmm. so it doesn't look like a G, unless it's a German document yeah. that I'm filling out. Mm-hmm. But I do like the German one and I'll do a German seven with a crossbar. Yeah. Well, I remember I had people trouble like reading, like I wrote down like a phone number or something mm-hmm. like that and they couldn't read it like they... They got the wrong number yeah. because they thought my sevens were one. I <laughs> know. Uh, wait, yeah, that my yeah. sevens were ones is what they thought. They probably thought that your ones were sevens. Your ones were sevens. Yeah. Oh wait. Were. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. That yeah. That that way uh-huh. makes more sense. Yeah. That's funny. Um, well, more about like moving back and forth. Like growing up, was there any kind of like pop culture that you missed out in the other country? And then like you came yeah. to the new country and you were the weird kid. Yes, I. So in Germany, there was this big band called. Tokyo Hotel. Oh, yeah. I went to a concert. I, compl- I completely missed them. Like, I didn't even know they existed. Uh, so you, so you missed out on hating on them because that's pretty much what all guys did, right? Right. I completely missed th- that part. 
in America, I didn't really miss out on any, anything, I think, because I was always like, I always tried to keep up with American stuff. Um, so I, I never missed out on anything. Oh yeah, I was wondering if there was ever anything that was like super popular in the US and then it came to Germany like a year later or so. I mean, it used to be with pretty much everything. Yeah, um, but like, I guess like, did you like experience Like in Germany, it? they never had, for sure. Um, like one thing that never even made it here was Jonas Brothers. Okay. <laughs> True. Jonas- well, they kind of made it, but they weren't super not big. On the, yeah. Not on the same, like Jonas yeah. Brothers was like a thing yeah, in, they were in America. Yeah, they were huge. Yeah, and here it was like, I mean, they're they're popular here now because they they released a song like was it this year or last yeah. year, um, but no, it never never came over here, um, and like I don't know a bunch of the, uh, pretty much all the big movies like it used to be that they always, uh, they always came out here like a half a year later. Um, it's only been in the last few years that it's caught up. I think because of streaming, like people would just stream it illegally then and. They didn't want that, so they so they decided to keep it, um, yeah, to, to just release it everywhere at the same time. That makes sense. We actually get movies here earlier now. Really? Than really? in America. I Damn, why did I move here? Because in America, the movies always release on Friday. See, this is right? your field of expertise, so. You don't even know that? Oh. I mean, I guess I'm I don't know huge, it either. I'm but. not a huge cinema goer, personally, but. Okay, you, you okay. still, you know in Germany that they always release on Thursdays. Oh, okay. Everyone knows that. Yeah, those lot. are like those weird things that everyone knows in right. Germany. That like the population of your town, or <laughs> like how many square meters your apartment is. Yeah, and movies come out on Thursdays. Yeah, it's just general That's, knowledge. I know. I do know that. <laughs> <laughs> kind of moving away from culture and more into like language. So both of us, she mm-hmm. learned English, and I had to learn German. And you obviously grew up with both. So I, I'm I'm trying to think of the best way to formulate this question, but. I guess was is switching back and forth for you ever anything that's difficult or is it just like immediate? Um, I mean, it's definitely been more difficult the longer I've stayed in a country. Like, because mm-hmm. I've been living here for for eleven years now, I think ten or eleven. Well, that's long. Uh, but <laughs> so so my English is very rusty. I would say mm-hmm. like I I need I need it. Like I think you can you notice like I'm I'm stuttering more than I would in in German. It's not that I don't know the language, it's just my mind is taking longer to make the connection. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um but in terms of like understanding, not at all. Like yeah. I do I still watch all my movies in in English anyways. Um or I I watch them in the original and usually yeah. they're in English. Um right. so no, there, I have no pro- problems understanding, and I don't have to translate or in my head, mm. in my head or anything like that. Like I, j- I just understand everything. But in terms of like speaking, um, I usually take a little longer to um, to form sentences, which is weird because um, when we work on like videos, like we, we have, like like you said, we have a YouTube channel and we make short films and stuff. Um, I tend to write in English um, because that's the language that I can express myself in. Uh, for some reason, I don't know why. It just seems more natural. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times, I'll write in English and I'll translate into German afterwards. Oh wow! Interesting. Okay. It seems like a pretty yeah. big extra step to take. Yeah, I, I don't always do that, but a lot of times when I when I'm thinking of like a a scene or, or something like that, um, it'll just be in English, and mm-hmm. I'll just keep it that way because mm-hmm. then it's it, it'll flow more naturally. So, I wonder if that's to do with the fact yeah. that, like you said, you watch a lot of your movies in English, and uh, I mean a lot. Of, I mean the film industry out of the U.S. is so huge. So when you're thinking, okay, this is a film topic, then your brain may automatically just kind of switch to English. I don't know if maybe that has. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, for us, that like definitely makes sense. Sorry, 
No, no, I was down. It's. I think it's just the connection. Yeah. Yeah, for us, I feel like, or at least for me, I know it's the same for you, though, mm -hmm. that, like, usually you are either very good at English that one day or at German. Like, I sometimes can't even think of a word in either language, not even in my native language, which is really sad. So yeah. I sometimes feel, sometimes feel like, my, like me speaking English um, kind of, I guess, not erases, but kind of pushes my German skills mm -hmm. in the back of my brain where I can't find it. And I've, I've heard that for people who grow up bilingually, that's not the case so much. Would you agree with that? I mean, I, I've never experienced it any yeah. other way, so I, I couldn't tell you, but it's definitely, at least for me, it was like that. Like when I was living in, in America and then I called one of my German friends, uh, I had a hard time just coming up with sentences the same yeah. way I am mm -hmm. with English. So uh, I think it's just whatever you're used to, yeah. um, unless you're like a, a professional translator or something like that. Yeah. Right. No, I would, I would totally agree. I, it's interesting to hear you say that too, because yeah, makes um, me feel better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was gonna say, I know for me, like I've been, I haven't <laughs> been to Germany in like a year now, and I definitely have noticed my German getting worse. Like it's just, I understand everything still. Like that's not a problem. But like you said, just like that, yeah, the, the words coming to mind quick enough. You but just it's feel funny. Like you have to think it's funny uh, if you if you were to go to Germany right now. I can almost guarantee that in like a week it'd be back. Yeah, exactly. It's it's. I think it just has to do with like what the yeah. culture and language that you're surrounded by is. Exactly. But that's interesting to hear that it's it's similar for someone who grew up bilingually and someone who learned the another language as yeah. their second language later on in life. But so are your notes and everything like your shopping list? Is that all in English? Um, sometimes. Yeah, okay. a lot of times. Like most of the notes in my in my phone are usually in English yeah. for some reason. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know why. Yeah. Mine That's are funny. usually both. Yeah. Mine are like Kiza, onions, but like something like half English, half yeah. German. I don't even notice. <laughs> Whatever comes to mind first. Yeah. And a, a big question we had that we just actually had a um, a listener write us, and they wanted to know what language we count in. Oh yeah. And I like, always. I count mean, me. I guess like think, dream, yeah. and count are like the the big questions. So I would imagine, yeah, we said, I when I'm in Germany, I tend to dream in German. If I'm in the U.S. and the people in the dream are English-speaking, I dream in English. But I almost always count in English because that's what I learned yeah. first. I count in German. So how is that I, for you? I count in English when it's, um, like, it's my go-to unless it starts getting um, very complicated because I think the, the complicated math stuff was, uh, was my German time. Mm -hmm. So then I switch but my that's funny yeah i think my my go-to counting is in english for some reason that's interesting and yeah that, I'll, I'll usually get mixed up quicker if i don't count in english okay i've noticed that yeah, like especially with like i don't know like small um small numbers mm -hmm. yeah wow that's weird <laughs> but yeah that that happens i think it's just whatever your brain is associated with yeah, that, that makes sense. Associated itself with, yeah. I was thinking too, since you said, because you went to elementary school in Germany, so you were probably learning a lot of math at that time. And I was wondering then when you came to the U.S., did your teachers like try to teach you a new way of doing math or were they confused by maybe some of the techniques that you learned? Because like, for example, in my case, we uh, had a lot so. of um, people who went to Catholic school and they learned a different way of doing like multiplication. Mm -hmm. And then they came to the public school. And then, like, they were normally better than we were because their way worked better for them. So I was wondering <laughs> if there was, like, some some correlation there between the German and the American system. Yeah, I think it was the other way around. When I when I came back to Germany, um, they wanted me to do certain things differently. Mm -hmm. um, I remember I, that was the only time I had, like, a, like a really big problem adjusting uh, was the switch. What was it? I think ninth grade, ninth or 
ninth or tenth grade, um, because I kind of missed how to do percentages the way mm-hmm. they did it here, and and then all of the math problems were like super confusing because I just I had a different way of doing it. Uh, mm-hmm. I still got the answer, but at least in Germany, you always get points for um, the uh, process. The Lösungsweg, yeah, the yeah. process. Uh-huh. You don't so. in the U.S.? No, we tend to, okay. at least at the university level we did, because I was okay at math, but when it came to like upper-level calculus, it was very important to make sure all of your thought processes were very clear, because then you could rack up a whole bunch of extra points, even if your final two steps were wrong. Yeah. Yeah. A big thing that blew my mind was... Um, that was that was a, a big one. Um, was in America, you don't get graded for your participation. In America or in Germany? Right? Isn't that correct? In in American classes? Well, I don't know. I I've always gotten participation grades, but maybe it's different okay. in New Jersey and at Pennsylvania. Least, at least at my school, at my school, there was no participation grade. It didn't matter how often you raised your hand. It just didn't matter. Interesting, okay. That would have been awesome for me. I hated to raise my hand. <laughs> yeah, we, at least at my school, we had like, I think 10% of the of the final grade was based off of participation. Okay, but, okay. But that's the thing too, and I think it's the same in Germany, that education is so localized yeah. that what ha, what's the case in Pennsylvania or in New Jersey may not be the case in Ohio or California. Um, and even down to the school district, they have the differences like that too. Mm-hmm. So. Well, that sounds pretty awesome though. <laughs> just sitting there and like only having to take your tests would have been my dream. So you do, you, is a large, large portion of your grade in Germany based off of participation? Yeah. Right. Isn't it like. I'm not like, sure how much it was, honestly. I don't remember. But there was certainly yeah, a for sure. participation yeah. grade. Okay. It's also it's definitely different um, in Bavaria than it is in Berlin. Ah, that makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that that's true. I've never lived there, so I, I wouldn't know. <laughs> Should we talk about like maybe stereotypes or something like that. Um, I have two questions. So, Mm -hmm. like, pick your favorite. Um, My first question is, were you ever confronted with, like, any strong stereotypes about Germans or about Americans in either country? And my second question is, are you any of those stereotypes? Like, (laughs) do you have any, like, typical German habits or traits or typical American habits? Um, I guess one stereotype that I got hit with was that they automatic in America? They automatically automatically thought that I was very good at soccer. Oh, mm-hmm. that's yeah. awesome! And that's where my brain went to actually when you said that you hung out with the Russian dude. I was like, oh, he probably wanted to watch soccer, or play soccer with him. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I'm actually like very bad at soccer. Like, <laughs> um, I'm more of like a basketball basketball guy. Mm-hmm. Um, the funny thing is, though, I was still better than everyone in my school in America <laughs> because that's that's how, like, if they would have played in Germany, they would have gotten destroyed. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. everyone in Germany is just super naturally gifted at playing soccer for some reason. I don't know why. But yeah. I guess maybe because I'm half-half, I got, like, the the good-bad uh, <laughs> ability, maybe. Yeah. You got some of Bad the by German teams. standards, amazing by American standards. Right. Um yeah, like I think they wanted me for like the school team, like weird stuff, and I was like, no, please, please, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like they were forcing. So you, you didn't to. do it? No, I didn't. No, I, I <laughs> like I. It's not my my sport. Good for you for standing up for yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't any know. Stere- any American stereotypes that we were, you were confronted with in Germany? I mean, I grew up eating a lot of fast food, mm-hmm. um, and that's definitely true. Like I. I just grew up eating a lot of like fast food and and like 
just drinking soda every day. That yeah. was like just my life. Um, and then like I just someday I realized that's not you don't have to do that. <laughs> uh, yeah. So then I stopped. Actually, I drink a lot of water now. Yeah. Um, yeah. I still drink the occasional soda, though. Yeah. That's funny. That's funny because I, I would say the same thing for me. I grew up drinking a lot of soda. And then after spending time in Germany and people don't do that as often, I was like, I probably should be drinking more water. This is a lot of extra calories that I just don't yeah. need. Yeah. When I first came here, I think like they only... So I stayed in the host family for two weeks the very first time I was in the U.S. And it was one other German and me. And then like there were three American kids and all they drank. I, I hope they don't hate me for this, but all they drank all day was Diet Coke. Like oh, one after the that's other. That's huge. And I was like, wow, this Mountain is American. Mountain Dew is also huge in the U.S. <laughs> Mountain Dew. Um, have you had Mountain Dew before? Probably, but I don't really drink soda, so I don't yeah. Jay, I don't you've really had Mountain it. Dew, I'm sure, right? Yeah, for sure. It's, it's one of my favorite drinks, actually. <laughs> really? But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I love Mountain Dew and, and Dr. Pepper are like my, my favorite sodas, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and Dr. Pepper doesn't, doesn't exist in Germany either, I don't think. But have it you does. heard of... Oh, it does? Oh, it does? Yeah, oh, it never came mind new. I think I have one in the fridge, even. Oh, cool. For, oh, for a special occasion. There you go. <laughs> have you heard of Mountain Dew Mouth, though? Mountain Dew Mouth? Yeah. So it's like a, no, it's, it's, a, it's a stereotype of like Appalachia. So like West Virginia uh-huh. and I guess it would be Western um, Virginia in the mountains. They feed their babies Mountain Dews. I'm not saying this is true. Um, so just all of you people from West Virginia and Appalachia, don't hold me to this, but it's a stereotype that people have that uh, their teeth are always really bad because they drink too much Mountain Dew as children. Okay. And, and the sugar then, um, kind of deteriorates their teeth. So that's Mountain oh. Dew mouth. So be careful, wow. you Mountain Dew drinkers. Make sure you brush your teeth before you go to bed. Isn't that the case with all soda, though? I think Mountain Dew has a ridiculous amount okay. of sugar, though, compared to the others. I'm not 100% Mountain Dew sure, is but. wild. If you, yeah. if you ever... It's pretty intense. Yeah. It's, it's an experience in and of itself. <laughs> yeah. I definitely wasn't Americanized enough for that. Yeah. We'll get you one here soon. <laughs> So do you have any, like, typical American habits that you still kept in Germany or any, like, super typical German habits or traits that you always had? Um, okay, I, I'll give you a few examples I just don't to think know, about it. to be honest. Okay. Like, are you yeah. super punctual, for example? Or do you wear house slippers? Or do you tuck in your sheets? I think that's all I can think of. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, first of all, house slippers... There you go. Yeah, it's like, I got him. Uh, so Germany, check yeah. one, point, one uh, point for Germany. Yeah. Uh, tucking in my sheets, um, like you mean, like they don't even have like real. Bed I was gonna sheets say, do you in, do you even have States, a yeah. bed sheet, or do you just use a duvet? Yeah, like, of course. Okay, of course. So America. Wait, you have like your American bed sheet with a blanket on top? Oh no 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 no! I have uh, I have the uh, the one that makes more sense. The, uh, <laughs> right. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm assuming he means the German way. Yes, of course. So, Germans so no are sheet. More logical. There, there's the fitted sheet, and then you just have like the or the comforter duvet. slash duvet. Mm. So no bed right. sheet on top of the fitted sheet. Okay. So ger- take that point away from America. <laughs> put it back in Germany. <laughs> and what was the other one? What was it? Uh, punctual. Punctual. Yeah. Okay. Are you punctual? Um, I'm. I think I'm pretty punctual. Uh, I. I'm. I mean, I'm late now and then, I guess, but um. Yeah, I think it's. I think that's pretty important too. Um, I don't know if it's like the super German kind. Like I won't be there like a, a half an hour early, mm-hmm. um, but I'll be on time. Okay. I don't know if that's that's probably not the stereotype, but yeah. 
Yeah, I guess like the stereotype would be to like be early even. Which I mean, based off of our meeting today, you're German because we got the notification that you had joined the meeting like ten minutes early, and we're like, okay, he's German. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, I already put it. I already turned it on just in case yeah. you guys would show yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that is pretty German then. I yeah. Guess. <laughs> and like whenever I have like parties or something, of course I don't right now. But whenever I have like people over, I have some German friends here and some American friends, and you just know that the German friends are going to be there at like eight on the dot, yeah. or like or and you all yeah, the Germans I'm very and German you. in that in that regard. <laughs> so I like ha- I'll have to tell you, yeah, like it starts at eight, but that really means it starts at nine. Yeah, you'll, so, like, <laughs> you'll, you'll have an invitation that says the party starts at eight, and then you'll message me and say don't show up until eight <laughs> thirty. <laughs> Yeah, because in the past you'll like yeah. you'll show up and I I won't even be dressed. <laughs> I can be like, what? It, nobody's gonna be here until like nine nine. You'll be dressed, just not ready for. <laughs> yeah, no, like not not ready. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I don't know if you want to talk about this, but this is about like race and I okay. guess racism too. But um, you're half African American, right? Mm-hmm. And so for me, I was super shocked that in the U.S usually have these forms or like different occasions where you have to identify your race. Um, first of all, what was that like for you? Did you ever have to do that as a kid? Because um, in Germany, that's just such a big taboo. You would never be asked mm-hmm. what your race is. Yeah. Um, I think I I think I did. Um, like at some, like an embassy or something like that. I think it might even, might have even been here, but the American embassy. Yeah. Okay. Um, but... Yeah, that's not really a thing over here. I guess it doesn't really... I mean, why would you have to know, I guess? I don't know. Yeah, yeah does that already answer the question? Sorry. I mean, I <laughs> yeah, guess yeah, I was kind sure. of wondering if... I, I don't know if people have to do that in school, like well, students. So that's what I was going to say. Is it, I mean, since you, it sounds like you've spent most of your adult life in Germany, so that's yeah. not a huge topic. And as a kid, you don't normally have to mark okay. your race too right. often. But I, I have specific memories of like taking standardized... standardized I can't speak. Tests? Standardized tests here in the U.S., where at the end you have to fill out like a little questionnaire of like, like, of really? what race is. Yeah, 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 for sure. Why? Like, I don't know. It, it's the U.S. Well, I asked this question in the beginning because I was like, wow, this seems super racist to me that you have to like identify as something. And then it's like, sometimes they don't even have like a mixed um, option or something like mm-hmm. that. So then like, I know of like many <laughs> like people who are, who are half African American, half white, and they're like... Yeah then they will have to choose what they actually identify with. And it gets really confusing, too, because then there's Hispanic and then there's non-white Hispanic. Yeah. So, like, it's very, Mm. very confusing. I have some friends who are from Mexico, and, like, there's some indigenous Mexican, they're Spanish, they have some, like, other European country in them, and they have no clue what to choose because it's just so... It's it's weird to put people in a box like that, but... Right. Yeah, like, like we said, since you didn't spend too much time... As an adult in the U.S., like exactly with you, yeah, like I never US really had to do that. Forms. Interesting. I have to do it all the time for some reason. Mm-hmm. That's so weird. What do you put? White. Caucasian. <laughs> yeah. Is yeah, it Caucasian like, or white? It usually says both. I think, yeah. or sometimes it's, like the forms are so different too. Yeah, that's the thing. Th- there isn't like a standardized list always. Like normally, yeah. you'll have like white. You have black. You'll, sometimes I see mixed, then Hispanic, yeah. non-white Hispanic. Asian. Asian, Native American. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Pacific Islander is normally an option as well. And then other. I think Asian is funny because Asia is so diverse as well. Yeah. Like yeah. there's Russia's Asia as well. So Exactly. <laughs> so, or like India. So I don't know, very. 
very broad, I guess. For sure. I've heard too, I have some friends who are from India and since they grew up speaking British English, they'll refer to themselves as Asian. Mm-hmm. But in the US, that's not considered Asian. Oh, really? Yeah. What like, are you? So in British English, like Asia is the continent. So yeah. if you're from like India, Nepal, like that's all considered Asian. But for us, that would be either South Asian or Indian. Oh, is Indian usually an option? No. So what do they put then? On the form. Oh, we should have <laughs> asked, <laughs> asked Chefi because we, we had have. like an Indian friend on the podcast okay. recently. We should have asked her. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I thought she would just put Asian. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know. It's a weird topic. Yeah, for but, sure. Yeah, you're lucky you haven't had to deal with that. Aber sollen wir jetzt vielleicht mal was auf Deutsch machen? Es war ja jetzt kürzlich erst die große Black Lives Matter-Bewegung ähm, und so weiter. Und ich habe gesehen, dass du auch öffentlich was dazu gepostet hast auf Instagram. Mhm. Und du hast auch geschrieben, dass du Rassismus erlebt hast, sowohl in den USA als auch in Deutschland. Mhm. Ähm, ich habe gar keine konkrete Frage dazu. Ich würde einfach gerne deine Erfahrungen vielleicht ein bisschen hören, wenn du es teilen möchtest. Ähm, ich meine, ähm, im Endeffekt, also teilweise sehr kleine Sachen, äh, teilweise auch größere Sachen. Also zum Beispiel ähm, habe ich es halt ganz oft erlebt, ähm, weil ich meine, wenn man mich anschaut, ich glaube, dann kommen die wenigsten darauf, dass ich halb schwarz wäre. Also ähm, ja, ich bin halt eben sehr hell. Ähm, aber gerade wenn ich mit meinem Dad unterwegs ge- gewesen bin oder mit meiner ganzen Familie und so quasi dadurch offensichtlich wurde, ähm, dass ich gemischt bin, ähm, dann hat man sich halt, also hat man entweder öfter Sprüche gehört ähm, oder weiß ich nicht, ich weiß zum Beispiel auch noch, ich habe irgendwie mit meiner Mom, ähm, das waren ich und meine Mom, meine Mom ist halt weiß und äh, sie hat irgendwie gesagt, ich glaube es war in Amerika, da meinte sie, um, we gotta find a shampoo for black people hair, hat sie zu mir gesagt, weil ich wollte so ein bestimmtes haben und sie meinte so, ja, das wird wahrscheinlich nichts. Um, und dann habe ich nur, ich glaube, dann wurde sie sogar beleidigt, weil sie black people hair gesagt hat, das war dann auch irgendwie, irgendwie strange, dann kam mein Dad dazu und dann waren die so, oh, okay, Entschuldigung. Also, es war nicht immer nur zwingend, weil man schwarz war von Weißen, sondern es war einfach generell die Tatsache, dass man das andere ist, also das, das gibt es irgendwie in jede Richtung, habe ich das Gefühl. Und, und gerade, also in Deutschland ist auf jeden Fall auch sehr viel Rassismus, ähm, also existiert logischerweise überall, aber ich finde gerade in Amerika ist es so ein sehr spezifischer und sehr bestimmter Rassismus, den es irgendwie so nirgends gibt oder zumindest den es so nicht in Deutschland gibt. Ähm, ich habe das Gefühl, auch alles dreht sich auch immer sehr viel um Race. Ja. Ähm, viel mehr als hier, also zumindest also auch in den großen Städten, jetzt hier zum Beispiel in Berlin gerade, wo ähm, es eigentlich sehr Multikulti ist, ähm, ich meine, das, das hat gar keine Relevanz irgendwie. Also vielleicht ist das auch nur der Kreis, in dem ich mich aufhalte, das kann natürlich auch sein. Nee, ja. das ist meine Erfahrung auch. Aber du hast gesagt, genau. ja, in, in Berlin, also überall in Deutschland habe ich auch, also ich als weißer Mann habe hab das auch so empfunden, dass es nicht so ein großes Thema ist, wie es hier in den USA so ist. Ja, also auch hier habe ich es natürlich schon erlebt. Ja. Ähm, auch schon als alles Mögliche beleidigt worden, auch so sehr Echt? kreative Beleidigungen. Ja, ja, natürlich. Ähm, also von, keine Ahnung, okay, muss ich jetzt nicht unbedingt alles sagen, was nee. gesagt wurde, aber halt so einfach Sachen, die offensichtlich beleidigend ja. gemeint wurden. Ähm, und ja, ist halt einfach eine Sache, ich glaube, voll viele, gerade Leute, die halt, ähm, gerade halt viele Weiße, logischerweise, die ähm, gar nichts davon mitbekommen. Ähm, und ich glaube, für viele ist es dann so, ja, okay, das ist ja eigentlich gar kein Problem, das existiert ja auch gar nicht mehr so, mhm. ähm, aber es kommt auf jeden Fall schon 
schon sehr viel vor. Und ich glaube, gerade halt in Amerika, wo das halt, das ist wirklich nochmal Next Level irgendwie, habe ich, ich weiß nicht. Das ist halt hier ähm. systemisch einfach in die Kultur integriert. Und man sieht es ja auch ja. an diesen Formularen eben, dass das und, also ich habe ja immer gefunden, dass das irgendwie eher so kontraproduktiv ist, weil klar, mhm. wenn du dich von Anfang an als sowas identifizieren musst, dann denkst du ja auch ständig drüber nach, dass es verschiedene mhm. Rassen überhaupt gibt. Im Deutschen ist das Wort Rasse auch sowieso irgendwie sehr Richtig. degradierend, finde ich. Mhm. Ja. Ähm, ja, und also hier ist das so ein großes Thema, ich musste das auch erstmal lernen, weil ich klar, klar wusste ich irgendwie, dass es hier African Americans gibt, aber für mich war das halt, also es sind einfach Amis, also für mich war das kein Unterschied, wie, was für eine Hautfarbe jetzt jemand hat hm. und inzwischen achte ich da echt viel, viel mehr drauf und ich finde es eigentlich gar nicht gut, aber ich wurde quasi ähm, viel mehr aware von dieser mhm. ganzen Sache, was ja einerseits gut ist, weil du ja dir darüber bewusst sein muss, dass es diesen Rassismus gibt. Andererseits mhm, denkst ja. du dann halt auch immer gleich, ah ja, die Person ist weiß, die Person ist halb schwarz, die ja. Person ist so. Und dann hast du irgendwie dieses Schubladendenken auch so ein bisschen implementiert, was ich halt mhm. eigentlich aus Deutschland so nicht unbedingt kannte. Voll. Ja, auf jeden Fall. Also das ist ähm, definitiv ein großer Unterschied zwischen Deutschland und USA halt mit, mit ja. diesen so, da muss man immer so seinen Checkmark da machen. Ja. Aber halt, also in meiner Erfahrung zumindest dann den Kreisen, in denen ich mich da aufgehalten habe, dann in Deutschland, gab es genauso viele Sprüche ähm, wie, wie hier in den USA. Ja? Ja, also mhm. halt, also okay. ich habe ich hab in, in München gelebt, aber ein bisschen außerhalb von München, so ein bisschen mehr auf dem Land gearbeitet. Und da ja. habe ich genauso viele Sprüche gehört, wenn nicht noch schlimmer. Okay. Ähm, ja, ja, auf jeden Fall. Und ich meine, ah, ich bin gar also, nicht Rassist, aber die Sachen, die man dann sagt, dann denkt man sich, hm, dann weiß ich nicht mal, was ein Rassist ist. Ja, ja, ja. Nee, natürlich, das gibt es hier auch sehr äh, verhäuft, sage ich mal. Also ich glaube, auch vielen Leuten fällt es gar nicht so sehr auf. Äh, Gerade mhm. vielleicht die Generationen, die, die so ein bisschen ja, älter sind, ähm, wo das noch vielleicht ein bisschen no normaler war als heutzutage. Okay. Ähm, ja, aber... Ähm, hab ich die, sorry, habe ich die Frage beantwortet? Manchmal ja, ich rede ich einfach schon. so. Ich, ja, ja. genau. ich habe ja keine richtige Frage gestellt. Ich glaube, ich habe einfach nur Stimmt. gefragt, so, was deine Erfahrungen sind. Ähm, ja, also so bei mir, ich bin halt auch aus München. Du bist halt auch aus Berlin direkt, oder? Genau. Und ich ja, bin ja, halt genau. auch aus der Stadt direkt. Deswegen habe ja. ich wahrscheinlich eine ganz andere Erfahrung gemacht. Und ich bin halt auch auf eine Schule gegangen, ähm, wo halt, ich weiß jetzt nicht wirklich die Statistiken, aber gefühlt so die Hälfte aller Schüler hatten halt einen Migrationshintergrund. Wir hatten halt allein in meiner Klasse Leute aus so vielen verschiedenen Ländern, so mhm. Afghanistan, Pakistan, Serbien, Montenegro, Griechenland, äh, genau, Sri Lanka, äh, Vietnam, also halt Türkei natürlich auch und es war halt ganz normal für mich und ich finde bei uns, also in der Bubble, in der ich groß geworden bin, hat man irgendwie eher über Herkunft und Nationalitäten geredet, als über, also wenn überhaupt, als über mhm. Rasse an sich. Mhm. Ja, so, das stimmt. Hautfarbe, Hautfarbe an sich, sondern eher so, aus welcher Kultur kommst du, aus welcher Religion kommst du. Das ist auch ein interessanter Punkt und ähm, vor allem hier in den USA, wenn man hier geboren ist, dann ist man sofort Amerikaner. Mhm. Also ja, halt mit einer anderen Rasse vielleicht, aber du bist auf jeden Fall Amerikaner. Aber in Deutschland habe ich das Gefühl, und vielleicht kannst du was dazu sagen, aber halt, wenn man mit Migrationshintergrund hat, beziehungsweise, beziehungsweise die Eltern kommen aus, einer, aus einem anderen Land, mhm. dann ist man nicht sofort als, also wird man nicht sofort als, als Deutscher da gelabelt. Ja, also du hast auch nicht den deutschen Pass automatisch. Ja, ja. ja das stimmt. Ähm, ich glaube, bei mir war das halt so, dadurch, dass ich so... Ähm, die Leute können oft gar nicht so genau sagen, was ich eigentlich bin. Ich ja. bin, der ist irgendwas, aber ich habe keine Ahnung. So <lacht> er hat komische Locken. Äh, <lacht> ja, deswegen, ich habe auch schon alles gehört, was ich angeblich ja. sein soll. Ach, ähm, ich weiß nicht, deswegen ist das vielleicht bei mir nochmal so ein bisschen schwerer. oder, oder ähm, Also ich werde halt auch oft nach meiner Herkunft gefragt mhm. einfach. Ja. Ähm, das Witzige ist, ich aber. auch. 
Obwohl ich halt komplett deutsch bin, aber halt viele Leute, dadurch, dass ich auch auf so einer Schule war, mhm. viele dachten halt, ich bin irgendwie halb türkisch oder sowas. Oder russisch ja. oder so. Äh, an die Zuhörer bzw. Zuschauer. Äh, sorry, falls das die ganze Zeit so wirkt, als würden wir uns ins Wort fallen. Ich hoffe, das ist einfach nur die, die Connection. Ja. Ich habe oft immer Angst, dass es so wirkt, als wäre ich so, als würde ich unbedingt reden wollen oder ja, so. Ja, nee, ist einfach mhm. nur das Delay. Äh, genau. Okay, so I guess, well, this is not really like an easygoing question to end on. But okay. I was kind of wondering if, like, in your family, like, between your parents, I guess, but also, like, um, just your family in general, if there were ever any conflicts or problems or misunderstandings based on, like, the different mentalities. Was there ever some kind of clash? I mean, probably. Um, can't really think of anything right off the bat. Hold on a second. But, I mean, but I mean, definitely. Um, I think, I'm not even sure... In, This is this sounds kind of dumb because I'm not even sure which language it is. In uh -huh. one of the languages, it's um, it's relatively normal to ask rhetorical questions, and in the other one, it's not. I think it's English. Hmm. And is I that think so? that that caused, <laughs> like, like uh, I think my dad would would often, like, I think my, my parents even got into fights sometimes. Um, Like my dad and my and my mom would be like in the car. I'd be in the back, so that's how I know. And we would drive down the road, and there's like a guy out there. And my dad was like, "Huh? Do I know that guy?" And my mom's like, "How am I supposed to? Know? I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. like, I think they like they actually got into like actual arguments because of stuff like that. Oh wow! And I think I mean it works in both, but I think in in English it's. Is that is am I wrong? I, I mean I haven't like heard that that specifically like a thing that people know of but now that you say that it makes perfect sense that yeah. Germans tend to take things more literally Liter yeah, yeah. Very so literal. if you ask a question you're going to expect a response so that would make perfect sense and I could totally see how that could yeah. end up leading to some misunderstandings or conflicts yeah I mean it might just it might have just been my dad maybe, <laughs> <I don't> <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but uh but I think I think that's like an an American thing a little bit not to say that Germans don't understand rhetorical questions yeah. or or, or sarcasm or whatever the case may be but like i don't know i my mom always thought that it was like super weird that my dad wanted her to know stuff uh, -huh. uh and i think they that was like a super weird example i can't really think of anything else to be honest well i guess you earlier like said that your mom did like the um uh, washing out your mouth thing so i guess yeah even though she's german she kind of adapted some of the american or maybe that's like a german thing too, I, th i think it is a german thing because we mentioned this in either a video that we did together or and a someone podcast, said they and someone said in germany okay. that they'd experienced that too i think you're just from okay. the more liberal younger generation where people yes i am. are afraid to hit their children or <laughs> physically yeah, it was never even grounded. Them, but no i i think it's probably more common in the u.s nowadays yeah. or less common in the u.s nowadays but growing up It was not uncommon to hear that, especially yeah. in more yeah. conservative circles. Okay. Well, I guess then um, disregard my comment. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, do <laughs> Oh, wait, actually, so when I first came here, I had a relationship with an American, and I, was, I just came here, and he had never been to Europe, and there were so mm -hmm. many culture clashes just because of, like, the whole, like, being a literal thing. Like, Americans just like to say things just to say it, and they don't mean it always. Mm -hmm. And, like, I mean, I'm used to it now, but, like, people will, like, make fake plans or, like, just say things like, oh, yeah, we should totally watch that movie or, like, I totally want to travel to XYZ next year. And then you, like, follow up with them sometime because, like, as a German, you're like, oh, cool, like, you want to do that. That's awesome. I want to do that, too. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, oh, no, like, I can't afford that. I just said that because it, it would be cool, but I didn't actually mean it. Yeah, right. That's true. 
Wow. Yeah, you're right. I think that's, yeah, that's probably similar to what I said before. It yeah. was, it's like just, just saying stuff. I mean, it's not necessarily lying, but it's just, um, I don't know. I don't know where, the, where, the, where does that come from? I don't do that personally, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're German in, in that um, regard. I think, I think I'm German in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think so. And it might just be because I've been living here so long now, yeah. but, but I think, I don't know. I like, I like the European mm-hmm. better in a lot of things, not everything, but like in, in most, um, just, <laughs> I don't know. It, it comes down to stuff like, I don't know. I, I never understood how you could not use the metric system. It just doesn't make <laughs> any sense. True. <laughs> so do you know the other system? I mean, you have I, to, I, right? No, I, I didn't have to. I kind of skipped that as well. Okay. Oh, cool. Um, that must have been because it was, Because when I went to, because um, I, when I came back to, to America, we had Woodshop. Uh, okay. Do you know what that is? Like you I know, know it from is. like shows. We definitely don't have that. I'm surprised that. that you guys had shop at your school, but if it was a rural Pennsylvanian school, then it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. No, we, we had we had shop. And that was funny because we had to use the metric system mm-hmm. because it's uh, better. And uh, <laughs> and uh, everyone had like a super hard time with it because it was like literally the first time for them using it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that was easy for me but then i yeah that was like the only class where i actually had to use any any form of measurement in in that Mm -hmm. sense and then Mm -hmm. i came back so i i just dodged a bullet and never (laughs) never had to learn it you got lucky because the the american system is confusing like a three three eighths of an inch like that's ridiculous people ask me sorry no uh, go ahead go ahead i I don't i don't know anything i I don't know i i don't want to (laughs) know Yeah, people ask me a lot if I know the the U.S. system yeah. now, and like, I don't even know the German system really. Like, I'm super bad with like estimating. So if you mm-hmm. told me like something was a hundred meters away, I can't even tell you how yeah. far away that is. So how would I know with like miles and stuff? I do t- I do know temperatures a little bit because I kind of have to with like the AC and everything. Like I always know that it's nice when it's set to seventy. It's it's really warm when the temperature's like in the eighties. It's mm-hmm. really hot when it's in the nineties, and it's extremely hot like you're dying when it's over a hundred. Yeah. So that's what I know. Okay, interesting. <laughs> yeah, I I work for a German company and we all of our technical stuff is in the metric system so mm-hmm. like metric tons there's a different ton a metric ton is different than a u.s ton, oh really for example. i, yeah. I did know not know that yeah it Neither. is wow yeah because what a metric ton is 1000 kilograms yeah. and a u.s ton is 2000 pounds which yeah if so, you, you would think it's the same but it's not exactly it's not. the same yeah um so we have that and then all of our like I work with robots, so all of the reach of the robots are in millimeters and all of our mm-hmm. documentation. And I was with a customer once and they said, what's all of this shit? I, I need freedom units. So the U.S. Ah. system to him is freedom units. <laughs> yeah, right. This is such a free country. Yeah. <laughs> Different topic. Um, okay, I do have a nice question to wrap this up because we've been going for a while, but it's pretty typical for a podcast. We always try to keep it short and then we never do. Um, so I guess my last question would be, is there anything... And like, if yes, what that you miss from the U.S. like products or just something, or even mentality. Yes, yeah. products for sure. My favorite candy is from America, obviously. Um, I really like Butterfingers. It's just okay. my favorite candy bar, and they don't have it here. I they didn't just don't. That. They have everything here, 
like because Germany's caught up in like a lot of ways. Yeah. Like like yeah. I get, like I said, they have Dr Pepper now. They used to not have it. They have it now. They've got Oreos. I've got some over there. Uh, I don't know. They Reese's peanut butter cups. They even have mm. now. They really. Have, yeah. Yeah, I uh, brought some for a friend like two years ago, and then I like saw it at the at the store in Germany. I was like, "Why did I bring this for you?" <laughs> yeah. yeah, but, but uh, I'm but Butterfingers they never got, and Pop Tarts they never mm. got those Ew. here either. Pop Tarts are the Why? best. Why? <laughs> They're like, so I, I gross. Know. I grew up with those, so I miss yeah. them. I guess um, I guess I understand that. Yeah. So yeah, probably a lot of food related stuff. All mm-hmm. of the 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 uh the food you shouldn't be eating. Um mm. I miss it sometimes. Um yeah. We have really good junk food. Any like specific restaurant or something? Um this is going to sound so bad, but Taco Bell, yes. I really like, yes. which is I can which relate, sucks because it's not it's like really bad. Like I've I've spoken to Mexicans and they're like yeah. this is not Mexican food. Oh, no, of course not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and many, but, uh, many Americans also say Chipotle, oh, but they miss that in Germany. Oh, yeah. Do you actually they, say Chipotle? They, Chipo- I, Chip- I, thought I, were, say, I thought you were saying that Americans say that way, Chipotle. Oh, Chipotle. Yeah. So I sometimes pronounce words differently. That's okay. Some every now and then. I I I want to ask you guys a question. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how hard is my accent? What do you mean by how hard? Like in which language? Uh, like right now, like you oh, can I, obviously hear that I'm German, right? No. no. Not but at all. But I'm also not a native speaker, so I'm not the one to no, judge. No, I wouldn't say that you sound German at all. Okay. Um, I was saying I felt like I heard a little bit of an American accent when you were speaking German, but you said no. So I don't. No. No. But no, you don't. I, you sound very, very American to me. Oh, wow. Okay. I, I always just like, I always assumed that I had that over the last 10 years, it, it, it has to be like at least tainted a little bit with, mm-hmm. with the German Aussprache. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> No, I don't, I don't think hear so. any. I don't hear anything. But the thing, too, is that we talked about that in one of our recent episodes. I don't even remember which one. But we talked about how... Um, oh, I think the one that's already out. We talked about how Americans are very used to hearing different accents. Mm-hmm. So even for me, which, like, I definitely have a German accent. Obviously, it's not my native language, but many Americans don't hear it right away. Or, mm-hmm. like, they don't even hear it after a while. They're yeah. like, you sound like you have an accent from somewhere else in the U.S., mm-hmm. but it doesn't sound German. Yeah. Yeah, so if, if they can't even tell with me, then they definitely can't tell with you. Yeah. No, I, I definitely don't hear any any German accent when you speak. Okay, English. wow. But That's I, good that, to know. that was one question I was going to ask you, though. So for me, having learned German, it's weird for me to switch back and forth between the two accents. Oh, yeah. Because I don't have a huge, heavy American accent when I speak German. Um, but I, I'll slip back into it if I use an, uh, an English word in a German sentence. Mm-hmm. So what I tend to do is then just end up spe- using the German pronunciation of the mm-hmm. English word. Right. Um, we even do that with our names. Yeah, like I say I, Josh when I speak English, and then I say Josh yeah, when I speak exactly. German. And I'll say Feli if we're speaking German or Feli. Feli in English. Yeah. <laughs> so from what, what I've heard from you, you tend to stick with, like with English words, you have a pretty heavy American um, pronunciation of that when you're speaking German. Do you ever get a lot of shit for that? Yeah, uh, I do, uh, <laughs> especially on YouTube. Um, I don't know. I I... Did you hear this story? I've I've told it on the on the podcast. Maybe that's how you know. If you don't, that's fine. Then I'll, I no, just I, I, okay, I did. Then I'll tell you it. did. I haven't heard it. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, no, um, it was that I was on the phone with someone from Germany while I was in America, and my cousin, who's American, was listening, mm-hmm. and 
he told me, like, I, I must have said something and, and, and where, where there was an English word dropped and I used the German pronunciation yeah. and he understood the word, but it was like just very weird to him. And afterwards he was like, why did you say that word so weird? <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? He's like, well, it's obviously a ger- uh, an English word. You obviously know how to pronounce it. Why did you do that? And I was like, I don't know, I guess to not stand out. Yeah. And then he was like, yeah, but you know how to say it. Like, why wouldn't you say it right? Yeah. And ever since then, I, I've been trying to just say it the way I would actually say it and okay. not the the version that makes people feel <laughs> comfortable. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I guess that's, I, I don't know. Sometimes I do it anyways, but yeah. um, like, it's not like, a, I don't do like a conscious thing now. I just kind of say it how it comes out. Mm-hmm. And usually it comes out with an accent. Sometimes it doesn't. I don't know. Yeah. That's funny. I know I that you got some shit for always saying podcast, like the eigentlich ganz gute podcast. Yeah. No, but I, I refuse to say podcast. I don't like that at all. <laughs> What podcast. happens with me, though, if I were to say that, like, What? I'd say, like, wir haben heute ein podcast. If I were to say podcast, then it would be, like, und wir reden dann. Oh, yeah. Oh, you comp- would... uh, then, like, the, English, or the American pronunciation mm-hmm. will come out in a couple words afterwards. Right. That's yeah. Funny, I actually pronounce, like, German words in the U.S. the American way. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be interesting for all of, like, my my viewers from my other channel because I did this video on like how to pronounce German brand names correctly mm-hmm. but the truth is I don't pronounce them correctly <laughs> myself <laughs> like I because nobody would understand me no. like I don't say I'm going to Aldi I say I'm going to Aldi yeah or like my friends driving a Volkswagen yeah because otherwise they won't know what I'm talking about <laughs> yeah no yeah sure. that's true that's true I, I think it always depends on yeah what you can get away with when people understand it, like if, like, uh, we talk about superheroes a lot in our, Mm -hmm. in our Mm -hmm. videos and one superhero whose name is Thor (laughs) is Thor in in German Uh, and Thor trips them out very hard. So (laughs) usually I, I, I just stay away from that one, but I refuse to say Pita Paka. Oh no. Yeah. That's a weird mix of both languages kind of. Yeah. Uh Because yeah, the German name would be Peter. Right. Yeah. And that sounds so not like a superhero. Peter Parker <laughs> is, is not cool. And, no. But so they say Peter Parker. So it's like, it's like, an, it's, they're using it. It's almost like I'm pretending to use an, a German accent on an American yeah. accent. Uh-huh. No, yeah. I know, I know I exactly know. what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so my I, issue I, is I can't do that. I either have like an extreme German accent mm-hmm. when I say the English word or I have a very heavy American accent. So. Yeah. But no, that's interesting. Yeah, I just was wondering with you having grown up with both, if it's like weird, if your accent gets mixed up, then moving on once you use an English word and then move move on. Yeah, back I mean, into German. probably. Yeah. I mean, I'm jumbling my words right now, so <laughs> it's bound to happen eventually. Well, you kind of messed up my like nice wrap up oh, question. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. Uh, Did you have anything else that you wanted to talk about? Um, not really. I mean, <laughs> I mean that's fine. We've been going for a while. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, no, I, I don't really have anything to talk about. I just thanks again for having me. Well, thanks for being on the podcast. This was a really nice conversation. I feel like I could go on forever because like literally every topic we've ever talked about yeah. on the podcast or in private or I have talked about on my channel, I could discuss again with you yeah. and like hear your <laughs> perspective on it. <laughs> yeah. That's true. 
Thanks so much for joining and, and participating in this little interview slash conversation. That's that's what we like about our podcast is we just try to make it a conversation, just yeah. hear people's perspective. And you've been a really good third person to add to this conversation <laughs> and bring a different perspective. Oh, thank you so much. Now, again, thanks thanks for having me. It's been really fun. Yeah. And I guess to all of our listeners and viewers, make sure to check out um, their YouTube channel, podcast, your music, um, and maybe you can tell them where to find all of that. Uh, yeah. Um Check out our YouTube channel. I it's a channel with um, it's not just me. It's a friend and, and I, and we uh, talk about movies. We make movies. Uh, it's all very movie related. It's called uh, Jay and Aria, uh, and yeah, follow follow us on Instagram. Uh, you can follow me on um, pretty much every platform. It's at Jay Samuels. So that's cool. That's and the YouTube channel is called. Um Jane Aria, as you said, and your most recent yeah. short film that you guys made was actually, first of all, really, really good, obviously, and then also oh, like got you. a lot of amazing feedback from all over the world, and it's in English based on the popular game Among Us, so um, to right. all of our listeners and viewers, definitely make sure to check that one out sure. if you don't want to check out everyth- anything else, and then I definitely recommend your music, too, because I've been listening to it. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Appreciate well, cool. it. Thanks for joining us. So that was the end of the interview. I kind of caught Jay off there. Uh, I didn't let him say goodbye, but I'm sure he wanted to say goodbye to you guys. I'm so sorry about that. So goodbye for Jay. Stay <laughs> yeah. for Jay. Yep. Um, so once again, we wanted to say thank you to Jay for taking the time. It was a pretty long interview, so we really appreciate it that you yeah, took the time to talk to us. us. Um, and of course, if you want to come back to the podcast, you're welcome anytime, because as we said, I think there's so much more to talk about mm-hmm. pretty much any other topic that I've ever covered on my YouTube channel. We yeah. could talk about that. Yeah. Jay, we're really just thankful that you took the time to talk to us and we, we really enjoyed it. So, um, yeah, for sure. We hope that you guys also enjoyed it as much as we did. Um, yeah, if you did, you can leave us um, a subscription and a thumbs up and a comment on YouTube. Um, if you're not currently watching on YouTube, you can find us on YouTube um, at Understanding Train Station. That's just the name of the channel. If you type it in, it's youtube.com slash Understanding Train Station. Um, yeah, and you can you can always watch us record the podcasts on there in case you're just listening right now. For sure, but you can see you our can lovely also- faces. Yeah. And of course, you can also just listen if you want to, since yeah. this is still a podcast. And where can they do that, Josh? Yeah, they can listen to us on a whole, pretty much all of the major podcast platforms. Um, we just recently changed our host site from Podbean to Anchor. So if you're having any trouble finding the podcast, please let us know and we'll, we'll do what we can to to fix that as soon as possible. But yeah, you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, pretty much, I think, iHeartRadio. We should be available Mm -hmm. on all of them. And if you have a podcast platform that you can't find us on, let us know. Um, But if you want to stay in contact with us as well, because when you're listening to a podcast, it's hard to comment right away. There are a couple different avenues through which you can stay in contact with us. One of them being our Instagram page. Um, You can find us on just normal Instagram I'm not going to say the URL because it's just weird. Um, normal Instagram. Yeah, normal Instagram. Are you saying that because I usually put the URL on the screen? I guess or? so. It's just weird to think of like, I, I don't know. I never think of Instagram URLs because normally you're just doing True. it in an app, right? There is actually quite a lot of people who uh, access Instagram in their browser. Oh, really? Which like, yeah, I was very surprised about that because I, I think like a while back someone said that to me that they can't watch my stories or something or what oh. was it? Or like, oh, and I think in the, in the browser you couldn't watch or you couldn't see photos when you posted several photos in like the slide thing. Oh. People couldn't see that apparently. And I was like, oh, yeah, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, I wonder if you can't that. slide over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think, I think now you can, but 
back then I was like, I didn't even realize people accessed Instagram on their computer. Like, yeah, <laughs> sorry yeah. about that. I guess if you anyways. don't have a smartphone. Yeah. Anyways, to make a long story short, uh, you can reach out to us and follow us on Instagram. It's Understanding Train Station. Yes. Then you can also send us an email if you want to. It's understandingtrainstation at gmail.com. Um, what else? If you, you want to support, support us. us. Yeah. Yep. If you want to support us, you can always um, subscribe via Patreon where you'll get some extra content. We do outtakes. We do a monthly Q&A there. Um, there are a couple different levels that you can support us at if that's something that you're interested in doing. Um, you can also message us there as well. Um, yeah, and as we said, as, as you just said, there's going to be um, weekly outtakes from the episodes. So even from this episode, there's quite a few outtakes because as you could tell, there were, I mean, probably you couldn't actually tell that there were interruptions, but there were quite a few interruptions because we couldn't hear each other, the yeah. cat meowed at the door and stuff like that. <laughs> um, so those outtakes you can see on Patreon. So if you want to find us there, it's patreon.com slash understanding train station. Exactly. And where's the last platform that they can reach out to us slash support us on Faley? Yeah, I think mainly support us. Um, buymeacoffee.com slash UTS podcast. That's just like a, a you know support platform where there's no subscription. So yeah, it's no long-term commitment. Sense. Yeah. So. You can just buy us a, a um, you know, mold wine at this time of the year, <laughs> um, coffee, beer, whatever you want. Just like a little support. Exactly. We really appreciate you guys listening to our podcast, supporting us in whatever way, if it's just through listening or yeah. via Patreon or buy me a coffee. Um, we're just amazed by the support that we get from you guys on a yes. pretty much on a daily basis. So um, we've been blown away Absolutely. and we, we look forward to continuing to talk with you guys throughout uh, this journey of having this podcast. So I think yeah. that's it for this week. I think pretty much I just wanted to say that um, for those of you listening on the online streaming platforms, for most of those, I think Apple Podcasts at least, Spotify has it too. I'm not sure about the other ones, but you can open the description of the episode. And I usually put all of this contact information in the description. So if you want to reach us, you can click on it down there too. And I'm also going to put all the links and platforms so that you can find uh, Jay's content on in the description of today's episode as well. And I think that was it for today, right? Yeah, it is. So we uh, hope that you guys enjoyed the episode and uh, we look forward to talking to you guys next week. Yep, every Thursday. And next week, you're going to see us again in person together because we pre-recorded the episode. <laughs> yep. um, yeah, see you then. Until Cheers. then, ciao.